Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Thursday, February 9th. At the start of this decade, a poll of Canadian adults found that savings of $1.4 million was required to fund a comfortable retirement. But with inflation having pushed prices of almost everything to levels that were unthinkable just a few years ago, an update of the poll reveals that retirement savings will need to be boosted by $300,000 to achieve the same standard of living, taking the requirement to $1.7 million. BMO's 13th annual retirement study also found that just 44% of respondents believe they will have enough saved to retire as planned and down 10% from 2020. Almost three quarters of participants are concerned about how inflation and interest rate hikes will impact their financial situation and 59% believe this will affect their confidence to meet retirement goals. The survey shows that around a quarter of respondents expect to retire in their 60s, with 62 the average age. However, if they could, one-fifth would stop working in their 50s. Among the 60% of Canadians with an RRSP, 68% contributed to the account to save for retirement, while 15% also contribute to the account to save and leave an inheritance for their children. More than one-third of Canadians experienced a major life event since March 2020, such as starting a family, moving homes or starting a new business. And of these, 20% had experienced a loss of income and almost one in 10 had had to make a large payment. Eight in 10 respondents rely on professional financial advice, with 57% believing that receiving professional advice is important amid current market conditions and feel that their financial advisors are better equipped to help them reach their goals. More than four in 10 Canadians are very concerned about their ability to meet day-to-day expenses according to official data. In a report published Wednesday, Statistics Canada revealed that the percentage rises to 63% among those in the lowest income quintile, who are three times more likely to be very concerned about the cost of housing, food and other expenses than those in the top income quintile. Lower earners are also far more likely to have asked friends or family for a loan or taken on additional debt to make ends meet than higher earners. Those in the bottom quintile were also more likely to report anticipation that they would need food or meals from a community organisation in the next six months. The median income of those in the top quintile was more than seven times that of the lowest quintile in 2019. The data set used in the report, that's $146,000 versus $21,000. The median income for all quintiles was $62,900. Money from governments was the largest source of income, 62% for the lowest quintile, followed by wages or salary at 27% and self-employment income at 7%. For the other quintiles, wages and salaries made up 68% of income. In 2019, families in the bottom income quintile had median assets of $26,400, compared with $627,000 for families in other income quintiles. As a result, the net worth of families in the bottom quintile was more than 20 times lower than that of the rest of the families. The data also highlights the groups who are most likely to be in the lowest income quintile, some 5 million Canadians. This includes single parents, divorced people, those living common law and First Nations living off reserve. The number of CFP professionals globally has topped 213,000 according to Financial Planning Standards Board, the organisation that sets standards for the global financial planning industry and oversees the international certification programme outside of the United States. It means there's been a rise of 9,690 year over year as of the end of 2022. That growth represents an almost 5% increase in the number of CFP professionals globally. Last year, the CFP professional population grew most rapidly in the Americas and Asia-Pacific regions. For CFP specialists, the top six growth markets were China, the US, Brazil, Japan, Canada and Chinese Taipei. 
Canada saw an increase of 462 CFP professionals added by FP Canada for a year-end count of 17,259. The largest CFP professional community in the world is found in the United States, where the CFP board reported an increase of 3,082 professionals for a year-end tally of 95,137. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, advisors are shifting service models from individuals to families. Conquest eyes further growth with a $24 million Series A investment. And an advisor leader at Edward Jones shares how he built a practice from scratch and his three-step formula for timeless success. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.